One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to the Unplayable Podcast. England had their best day of the series with the ball, but Australia's strong finish has them in the box seat to seal the ashes tomorrow. Only Marcus Harris, who scored 76, passed 50 for the hosts as England took regular wickets. James Anderson was superb with 4 for 33 from 23 overs, but Australia's tail wagged to leave them with a 72-run first innings lead. With an hour to bat, England lost four wickets in quick time to finish 4 for 31 at the close. Before England's second innings began, Lewis Cameron spoke to Ricky Ponting for his Ashes analysis, proudly brought to you by HCL, the official digital technology partner of Cricket Australia. Ricky, thanks for joining us uh, on day two of the Boxing Day Test. Um, it's been a really interesting day. Um, what have you made of, of the Aussie batting? Have you think have you thought it's a touch disappointing potentially, or, or just good bowling from England? Um, probably a little bit of both, but I'm going to lean more to get towards good bowling from England. I think they've bowled better. I think their lengths have been that metre, or not metre, a couple of feet fuller than, than they probably have been in previous games. Um, and their catching has been better. That's, a, that's another big thing. You know, Australia, look back to Adelaide. The Australian batsmen in Adelaide played and missed a lot of balls. And today, they've just nicked a couple. Now, Marnus nicks one early, Smithy nicks one back onto his stumps. So some of the luck they probably didn't have in the first couple of tests has probably gone their way today. But I think they've definitely executed better. They've built pressure for longer periods of time. Um, and when you do that, and I said the same thing last year as well, when, when the Australian scoring slows down, they always look vulnerable. They always look like they're going to lose wickets. And it's a great example of that today. You know, that eight over spell or whatever it was at Anderson Bowl after the break, he picked up two for three and that slowed the scoring down. And, that's where the momentum in the whole day has changed. So you've got to give England credit for the way they've, they've fought back. It's been really good test cricket from them today. With that in mind, and, you know, the Australians, you know, decided to bowl first yesterday. I mean, this MCG wicket normally does stay pretty good to bat the whole time, but um, we're watching it bat now and they're nine down. Could it come back to haunt them a, a little, maybe, if they're batting last on this and they have a tricky 150, 200 run chase? Hopefully not, because you would only think it's going to get better and better from here. I mean, it still seemed a lot today. It's, it seemed right through the course. Even with an older ball, there's still some seed movement there. So you'd think with the weather changing a little bit, some of that live grass probably dying off a fraction, that it's probably only get, going, going to get better to bat on. So, um, And I still think with the England frailties in their top order batting, you know, even if Australia get a 100-run lead, it might, they might lose a few along the way, actually um, you know, wiping that deficit away. So... So far, I think that the call to bowl first was the right one. You know, I said I, didn't, I wasn't going to judge the wicket until I'd seen both, both teams bowl on it and both teams bat on it. And it, I think it's been a really good pitch. It's, I mean, it's, there's been something there for everyone. If, if, you, if you bat well, like we've seen Harris and, and, and even Joe Root day one, if you bat well enough, you can score some runs. But if you bowl well, you can absolutely pick up some wickets too. So you mentioned the England lengths were better uh, than they were in the previous test and you were critical of, of how they bowled in those uh, what did you make of Jimmy Anderson today? Two for ten off 14 overs uh, in today's spell. Um, he was pretty good, wasn't he? Yeah, very good. And, and great conditions for him to bowl in. I mean, it's been great conditions for all bowlers to bowl in, but um, exactly the sort of conditions that he would want. You know, it hasn't been a lot of swing, um, but as we've seen with him in the past, when the ball doesn't swing, he finds a way to get some seam movement. And because he's so so good and doesn't leak many runs, then he builds pressure. And when you build pressure on batsmen, you're a chance of getting him out. So he's done that really well. And, 
if England were going to get back into the series, it had to be those guys. It had to be Root, it had to be Anderson, it had to be Stokes. You know, the senior guys had to stand up. And, you know, Root's catching today has been great. Um, Anderson's bowling has been really good. So, yeah, they've, they've had a really good day of test cricket. Marcus Harris obviously had to get through that tough spell from Jimmy. Um, is that his most important test knock, do you reckon? Yes, it definitely is. But it might just be one that it, that's got away from him a little bit as well. You know, to... He's had to work so hard just to, you know, to get past 50 today. And then, you know, I was in comms saying it. When he got to 50, it looked like he just relaxed a little bit. Like, there are a lot more errors after 50 than there was leading up to 50. Um, and he got stuck in the middle of a great spell of bowling. You know, he's... What I talked about building pressure and scoring rates. His scoring rate plummeted just before he got out. And that's what Test Match Cricket is all about. Bowlers building pressure on batters, but batters also finding a way to combat that and, and still rotate the strike and that didn't happen there and it led to it led to a couple of wickets actually it led to it led to Travis as well and then Marcus Harris soon after and it wasn't always pretty I suppose like a lot of playing and missing and stuff what we've seen from I guess that technical point of view was there an element of maybe playing the line and um, you know missing balls on, on purpose if there's yeah not I mean not bad he's actually looked he's actually looked pretty good I think I mean it's the sort of wicket you probably are if you're going to make runs you probably are going to play and miss it a few because there's been you know a lot of seam movement um, I sort of analysed his dismissal a little bit on air. If you have a look at that, his front foot movement's just a little bit short and pushing out in front of his body. And that around the wicket angle does that to left-handers. They're, they're too scared to go forward in case they get trapped in front where they probably need to be doing that. They probably need to be making a better stride at the ball from the round of wicket angle so they can get outside the line. So um, he might have a look at that and think about it. Um, but no, look, I was, I was really happy for him in the end. You know, I, I wanted to, I wanted him picked in this game. He's picked in this game, and we all want to see him have some success. Um, and he, and he, and he did. So it's, it's great. That little stutter step that he's got as well. Anything different there from what he's been doing in previous tests, or is he? Is he same yeah. this week? But there's a that's a big change that he's had from this year to last year. Last year there wasn't that little. He does a little hop, little jump onto his back foot. That wasn't there last year. So that's something he's trying to do to get moving to to help his trigger. But um, yeah, I mean, as I said last week, talking to Justin, he, he's been batting really well in the nets and they're all happy with the way that he's going so it was probably justified that he got some runs today. So he has answered I mean you did say that there were justified questions leading into this test you think he has answered them for now at least? Yeah I think I think so whenever you can make 80 in a test match as an opener in pretty challenging conditions I, I think you probably you know make those voices get a bit quieter for sure. The other one I want to ask you about with Cameron Green just a 17 today um, another one that you were talking about his technique in the last test and um, that little shuffle movement he's got across. Did you see a change there today? There was a change in his stance. His movements are still the same. Um, you know, he's back big, back and across movement outside his off stump, but he'd squared his feet up um, at address. He was nowhere near as open, which then allowed him to move his front foot into the line of the ball and cover his off stump better than he had in Brisbane and, and Adelaide. So, look, that's really commendable stuff from him. It's, it's always a hard thing to do to change mid-series or even mid-test match, but sometimes you have to so he's, he's obviously worked hard on that leading into this game and made that bit of a technical um, change but um, yeah it didn't pay off for him today and you know I think the, the big improvement I see with with where he needs to take his cricket he's got to find a way to score off the back foot in, in against fast bowling in test cricket you look at you know what he's doing now with a, such a wide stance and a big stride forward he's, he's taking away his back foot game which then makes the margin for error for the bowlers so much greater like the bowlers can err on length, certainly shorter, because they don't feel like it's going to hurt them off the back foot. But if he implements that into his game, starts scoring off the back foot, the bowlers then force the bowl a little bit fuller, then he'll get his drives away and, and score down the ground. So it's just going to be a confidence thing for him. We know he can do it. He's done it in Shield cricket. He did it in Sydney last year. He had a bit of a license to sort of have a bit of a crack. So 
he'll he'll learn and, and with some more confidence, I'm sure he'll we'll see him sort of expand his game. Well, I was going to say, I mean, in Shield cricket, some of the pull shots he, he's played from time to time are, are pretty extraordinary. So it's just the kind of thing that you've you've got to persist with him, I suppose. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's even the way with the way that he's improved with the ball in this series, but with a bit more exposure to it, there's every chance that he's going to do that with the bat. But it's going to take him to get over that mental hurdle of taking it on first to prove to himself that he can actually do it and then grow confidence from there. I mean, if he, if he doesn't actually ever attempt it or try it, then he's, he's going to be stuck in not knowing whether I can or whether I can't. So, um, yeah, but I'm sure they'll talk about that. And he seems like a bit of a student of the game, so I think he'll learn pretty quickly. Student of the game, might have been watching cricket.com today, use videos that you've been doing, um, or, or did you have a word to him, I guess, between tests in terms of talking about that stance thing? No, I didn't talk to him directly. Yeah. I talked to Justin a bit about it. Um, yeah, and Justin actually came up to me before the game and he said, just have a look at Greeny's stance when he, we've done some work on it. So, um, and it, look, I'm not, it, they might have been talking about it anyway. It's, not, it's probably not the fact that I brought it up. You know, two dismissals. Uh, in the first two games probably meant that he had to change something. So, um, yeah, but as I said, great to see that he's worked on it. And I think it's pretty fair to see. He looked pretty solid today, didn't he? He didn't miss the middle of the bat too often. But um, I, I still think he's got to find a way to score a bit freer. You know, even today, 17 off 63. I know it's a hard wicket and there was a good spell, but that sort of stuff creates pressure when the scoreboard's not going anywhere. You lose a couple of wickets and, you know, England right back in the game. So... That'll all come from experience with him. And just finally on him, that back foot thing that you're talking about, does that kind of go against spin as well? That dismissal today was obviously back foot to left arm spin. Is that, a, that an area where he just has to get that off? To just got done, he just got done a bit today. I had a look at the replays of those couple of balls. The, the ball that he got out on was slightly closer to the stump, so it was a bit flatter and trajectory, which pushed him back. And if he had his time again, I, I don't think he'd be trying to defend the ball so square. The way he's actually looking really square, playing against well, which what would have been the spin if there was some. But... Um, just need to look to poke that back down the ground. So, you know, we're talking about a kid here that's finding his feet at international level. He'll, he'll work it out. Very good. Thanks, Ricky. Thanks, mate. you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.